There'll be girls across the nation that'll eat this up. Babe, I know that it's your soul, but could you bottle it up? Get down to the heart of it. No, it's my heart. Your shit out of your luck. Don't make me tell you again. My love, 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 love. Love, 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 love. I am aiming to be somebody that's Welcome to Podzilla 1985 After Dark on the Podzilla 1985 Podcasting Network. My name is Shannon Young. I'm going to be your host tonight. With me, of course, on this glorious after Valentine's Day day is none other than the Thursday night delight himself, Mr. Jesse Kimball. Oh, my God. (laughs) The soundboard is killing me. I love it. I love it. It conveys all the emotions that I don't have inside of me anymore. He's slowly fine-tuning it. Yep. It's just adding on and adding on. Also with us tonight, uh, when you think about romance, you think about Valentine's Day, of course you think about Lindsay Wolfgong. Uh, sure. Hi. I am here. I'm Lenny. Uh, <laughs> this is Carl and Homer. I'm Lenny. <laughs> That giggling you hear, the sound of the sound of love itself. That's Shelby Kimball. Hello. <laughs> and uh, also our resident um, professor of love, uh, Double H, Hunter Hendricks. I don't know where. I didn't, I didn't know where that was going. I, I didn't know. know who that was going to be. I, don't I know certainly either. didn't expect it to be me. <laughs> I was just going to hit you with a Thursday. What a concept. <laughs> But that's not all, ladies and gentlemen, because it is the day after Valentine's Day and we're bringing in all the loves of our life. Also with us tonight, the man himself, Tanner Calvert. I, I am here with Pizza Pasta. Pizza Pasta with him. And that's not it. That's not all. the only person that's that's there tonight. Uh, as a special guest, he volunteered to be on the show. I didn't have to drag him in this time. Uh, Stephen Bright. Those damn alien bastards are real. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Steve, a quick, Hello. Steve, a quick, quick question. Hey, you enjoying your shrimp? <laughs> I had calamari today, actually. It it's good. it's a type of shrimp. Uh, you, you, you asked him sure. about shrimp. Yeah, that's right. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I have to I have to make a correction, Hunter. As you know, on this show, we check and recheck the facts. However, I did make an error i would like to uh i would like to correct that error right now if i could please what'd you fuck up so a couple weeks ago here live on the show we had our first taste of josh and i mistakenly said it was a wine for josh when it was actually a chardonnay now i don't i don't mean to 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 pick hairs and all that but if we're going to be correct we need to be correct that is why tonight i have brought a bottle of wine for Josh, and I'll be drinking this throughout the show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. So let's pour our first glass of Josh. Let's get Josh in my mouth right now. Give me a second. Now, now, wait a minute. You said that it was a Chardonnay, as though it wasn't a wine, and I, I, I took that at face value for a second. But Chardonnay is a white wine. Yeah, but it didn't say wine. So this one well, says that's because Chardonnay is a kind of. Wine. Look, I just wanted a reason to drink more. God damn! I I thought for sure you were gonna say that like oh it was a, a champagne or something and I'm like okay well that, that I, I no it, that. it was a Chardonnay um, it was a Chardonnay so it's okay yeah. it's all right okay. um it's fine hey 
<laughs> Why do you keep going back to you're like in an abusive relationship with Josh? Why do you keep going back to him? <laughs> it never turns out well. It it doesn't, but this is uh this is even better. You this spend is... all your money on him and what does he give you? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> this one, by the way, is a vintage 2022. I'm sorry, no. Yeah, vintage 2022 wine, <laughs> Shelby. Think, I think technically any number can be a vintage. It doesn't think, necessarily have to be a good one. I think it has <laughs> to be over 20 years, doesn't it? Consider oh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm making yeah. up shit left yeah. and right here. I That's, what we, what, do. That's what we do on the show here. Uh, special a special episode tonight. This is our post-Valentine's Day episode. We apologize. We didn't do extras and epilogues last night. I was uh, under the weather. I'm feeling a little bit better now, which is why I'm drinking. Tonight, we're going to be talking. Yes, yes, we'll make up for it. But tonight, we're going to talk about our five favorite fictional couples. It is the day after Valentine's Day, so our top five fictional couples. Here's what you can expect. Somehow, Tanner will know at least two romances from Assassin's Creed that's going in there. Shelby will also (laughs) bring up a random anime or cartoon or video game that you've never heard of. And then I will be all basic uh... bitch. I, I was curious, and it turns out that it's not the noun version of vintage that we got wrong. It's the adjective. So according to the noun, if you use it that way, the year or place in which a wine it was produced. So it can be any of them. But here's yeah. the problem. The adjective says if you're calling it like a vintage wine, relating to or denoting wine of high quality. <laughs> and there's where the problems begin. <laughs> So we know immediately which one he's using. (laughs) We also know which one Tanner's using. It's the wrong one because he is frozen real bad. That's vintage. That's vintage, (laughs) Tanner. That is a vintage, yeah. Um, Is it? This is a... Your video is. We can hear you, but... Yeah. This is is a rosé, by the way. That I think you're going to like. There it is. Uh, Oh, that's a worse one. That's a worse one. Oh... Oh, Tanner's back I can't on dial even laugh up. about that shit. That's, yeah, that uh, that hits too I, close I, to home. Uh, one week ago, right. I was experiencing that myself. <laughs> yes, I remember the chat. You're good now, Tanner. Um, okay. so hey, Jesse, we do have a motherfucker of the week this week. Oh boy, I gotta talk about it. I said I wasn't gonna talk about it. I gotta oh talk about it. And uh, the motherfucker of the week this week, you may have heard this story already all over the news. I have to talk about it because it's it's just that funny. Uh, of course, I am talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about Officer Jesse Hernandez from Okaloosa <laughs> County. He's a deputy. And I know... Story. Yeah, Shelby, did you hear the story to Jesse? Hey, did you hear about this, Shelby? Did Jesse relay this to you? No. So, there's a video. It's on my Facebook. Actually, it's, no, it's, not, it's on my Facebook. It's also in the group chat that we have a long ways back at this point. But Officer Jesse Hernandez and his partner were called to a residence because a woman said that her uh, ex-boyfriend or boyfriend, something like that, were making a threatening text to her, sending threatening text. So, the cops show up. They find him. They end up cuffing him and putting him in the back of the car. As he's walking around the car... In the video, he all of a sudden he starts rolling and he yells, shots fired, shots fired, shots fired. He pulls his pistol out and he lights up, empties his clip into the back of his own squad car where the guy is sitting there handcuffed because he thought the guy had pulled a gun out and shot at him. His partner then joins in shooting the car. Jesse Hernandez then rolls to the ground again and starts yelling, I'm hit, I'm hit. As all of this is unfolding, uh, when the smoke clears, somehow this young man in the back of the squad car emerges completely unharmed. All of the shots missed him by an act of God. 
And then when they look at the video and they analyze everything, it turns out what Officer Jesse Hernandez actually heard was the sound of an acorn falling onto the hood of his car, which he thought was a gunshot. He then rolled to the ground and unloaded his entire clip into the back of his own squad car at the man that, by the way, not only was handcuffed, but he himself searched to make sure he was unarmed. And I didn't put this on my Facebook because I didn't want to start any trouble, but I will start trouble on my show. If you are a cop and you frisk somebody and they are unarmed and you put them in the back of your squad car and cuff them and then you hear something and your first instinct is to pull a pistol out and gun this person down in the back of your car, you probably should not be a cop. You do not have the will to be a cop. I've never been so glad, though, that someone was so bad at copping at policing yeah. because right. he sucks yeah. so much at shooting that that guy ended up being okay. Now it sucks that he traumatized the fuck out of it. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I hope he sues that department into the ground well, and, for it, even and, though the guy's already resigned. And the girlfriend. This leads me to believe we are getting closer and closer to idiocracy. Yes. Well, I said I'm glad they're still yeah. making naked gun films because this was this was straight out <laughs> of uh, a parody. Yeah. And I'm sure the girlfriend too. So if you watch the extended video from the other cop from the uh, the partner's uh, body cam. You hear the girlfriend that called the police to him originally screaming and crying because they thought she thought they just gunned down her boyfriend like in the back of his squad car. Yeah. And, and she would probably blame herself because she's the one that called the cops. Um, that whole neighborhood's traumatized by this dumbass cop. And mm. he did resign. He was not fired. There are no charges being pressed against him because they said they believe that he believed his life was in danger. Which is a real shitty thing that if you believe your life's in danger, that gives you, uh, you know, the the go ahead to to load an entire clip into something. But whatever, it, it worked out where no one got hurt, right? He resigned on his own free will, and of course he did. Could you imagine being that cop and going back to your uh to, to your precinct or whatever they're yeah, called nowadays? Oh my God, you're done. They're never they're gonna leave yeah. a fucking a bushel of acorns on your desk now. You, you left out uh, a key part of the story, or what, maybe just haven't gotten to it one yeah. way or another. What you got? Um, but worth worth noting that here's the good news. This will never happen again. Right. Because the police department also confirmed that they are going to make sure to, to incorporate this into their future officer training so that these kinds of mistakes don't happen. So I guess probably, I mean, realistically, what, you sit in the car and they just drop acorns and then also shoot at you and go, now, which one? Which one's which? Which one was the gunshot? <laughs> yeah. And which one was the, you got to, if you can't pass that test, you got to get at least eight out of 10, right? Yeah. Re- you can't go out. Well, let's not, you know, three out of 10, mm-hmm. honestly. Let's not set the bar I mean, too high. Bear, bear if you get any one of them, we'll 50%. take it. 50%. 50%. <laughs> well, 50% gets you a gold star. You get to carry a bigger gun. If you get below a 50%, they give you the, <laughs> yeah. the, the training gun. Wait, no, you just figured out the answer because here's what's going to happen. They're going to go, hey, we're going to make sure this never happens again. We're going to give them really big-ass desert eagles, and those don't sound like acorns. <laughs> so that way, there's no mistaking like, Well, no, no, happened. no, because, no, you got to think, like, the cop, though. That they were being shot at. They were being shot yeah, at, right. yeah. You're right, you're yeah. right. So, cool. I guess there's <sighs> just no way to stop this. It says only country where this happens. <laughs> the, te- the technology's just not there, Jesse. <laughs> um, well, so on on this on the same line of uh, situation, we recently had something locally happen with uh, a man who shot a cop in uh, uh Mount was it Mount Vernon? No, 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 it was in Indiana, I think. 
Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though, because anyway. he, he fled all the way to Cape. All the way to Cape. They find him in Cape. They chase him to East Cape across the bridge. Uh, he goes off in the field, gets stuck, barricades himself inside of his vehicle. Now, I'm all for the idea of you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes, okay? Shot a cop. Go to just take your licks, go to jail. Period. Um, he took many licks. He decided to shoot at at the. I'm getting there. He decided to shoot at the, at the marshals. All right, you fucked up. Now, you, now you got to pay that price. Uh, except he paid the price in in the tune of about two thousand bullets, uh, riddling his car. The uh, the U.S. marshals were all firing fully automatic thirty round clip firearms, uh, and they all unloaded about three clips apiece. Now imagine if that was an acorn, though, that had fallen on that cop. Right. Well, it was just, it was like 2,000 acorns. What am I talking about? I'm sorry. My favorite part of that story was that because of Tanner's internet trouble, it sounded like T-Pain was telling it to me. (laughs) 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 The internet is shot in Illinois right now. Uh, well, probably (laughs) probably because of those acorns. I don't know. All right. Well... (laughs) That's going to do it for the small talk part of the show because I don't know if you guys remembered, but there is seven of us on the show tonight, and we all got top five for uh, of our favorite fictional romances. So we're just going to start it now so we're not here till 1030 at night because the democracy needs to be spread, justice needs to be spread around Curse Gotham and, and beyond, and also I need to eat some food. So let's start yes. the Valentine's Day festivities with me because I don't want anyone to take the first one because... There's no way anyone was going to take the only one that I know for a fact you're going to pick. Uh, well, well, I'm curious which one you think it is. You want to give, you give it a guess real quick? I'll tell you if it's right. The only one I know for a fact that you're going to pick is, is uh, and I can't think of the, the male character's name, but Lucy and her love interest from while you were sleeping. <laughs> no, you know what? I picked, I, I picked more fantastical on this one. Um, oh, okay. Because I, well, well, that, yeah, that shoots that in the foot then. Yeah, well, also the fact that like I don't want anyone to be in love with Sandra Bullock's character from While You Were Sleeping because I want to be in love with Sandra Bullock's character from While You Were Sleeping and I won't accept anyone else's romance. No, I'm going to start off with uh, Fox Mulder, Fox Mulder and Dana Scully. I don't want anyone to take that no. one from me, you know, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll be honest, I got a list of like 10, 15 things here. Didn't even think of that. I got three Never right now and I'm hoping to finish it out here pretty soon. Um, I had three yeah. on my list that I thought you might take, so I took them off. <laughs> was that one of them? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Look, when 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 I was younger, there was nobody cooler to me than Fox Mulder, and there was nobody prettier than to me than uh, Dana Scully. So um, I'm sticking with it. That's a yep. good couple, and to see their relationship blossom all over over all the seasons, and then into the um, into the the movies and stuff, it was a good romance. It's a good Classic romance. Classic will they, won't they? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's yeah. As opposed to D and uh, Mac, where it's not uh, will they or won't they, it's uh, <laughs> I don't want them to. Um, <laughs> you get back in your light. We don't want to. <laughs> so that's my first pick. We're going to switch it over to Stephen Bright now because he's our guest on the show and he volunteered to be on here. So I'm curious about who Stephen Bright picks. So Stephen, what's your first pick? So I don't know if this is a cheat. But it's uh, based on the only vi- who left. Oh, it was Tanner. Tanner. Damn, he's resetting his stuff. Uh, okay. Uh, the uh, the only correct ending to Elden Ring with uh, Ronnie the Witch <laughs> and your player character. That's the one I did. <laughs> yes, sir. 
It's just I wouldn't it's know. A, <laughs> it's one of the best quest lines in the game. Uh, Ronnie is just really cool to begin with, and um, doesn't she have four arms? Yes. You know what that means? That is, <laughs> just, just four hands. It's four yeah, hands. Four hands. It's crazy. Jesse's got the doll right there. Steven, I love that one. That's the car bot, Ronnie. Yeah, Steven. Steven. A little removable bell. She's so cute. Steven, with four arms, that could mean she could have two arms wrapped around you to make out with you at the same time holding a plate and asking you, Hey, enjoying your shrimp? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Steven. Well, Steven's gone. Yeah, you're not going to get him back. I'm good. I'm going over here for a moment. Uh, let's go. Hear him like he's gone. He's out. <laughs> there he, was. He, couldn't, he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't handle it. Oh, he forgets though. I have powers. Oh, I have political powers. I should bring him right back in. All right, Welcome let's go. To, let's go to Jesse Kimball cool. for his first pick. Hey, all right. Uh, for my first one, I'm gonna do Leslie Nope and Ben Wyatt from Parks and Recreation. Yeah, that's right. I. Specifically left them off my list because I just remember talking to, to Jesse about Parks and Rec, and now he was rewatching it, and I went, I'm not going to bother with that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was just going to say, like, yeah, I'm rewatching it right now, so. <laughs> you went Leslie. <laughs> you went Leslie. Nope. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Ben and Leslie are just, people talk about, and now I'm not going to say it because it's probably going to be Tanner's pick later. Uh, there's a very similar show with a, with a couple in it, uh, and I Lynn, Leslie and Ben I've always liked way more. Isn't Ben played by uh, Adam Scott? Scott. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who also plays Ben Parker in the new um, Madam Web film. Is it Madam or Madame? Yeah. You I think it'd it was, be Madame. It looks like Madame, but I always heard it as Madam. Jesse, you're the big spider Madam. geek. Adam. I have always uh, also said and heard Madam Web. It's Madam. See, I thought Madam yeah. was the like, but you're you're like running a brothel. Madame whoa, is, whoa. The, is the technical term, right? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Know. This this <laughs> so, movie's gonna bomb okay. horribly. Jesse, help me out. Madam Web was the was created for the '90s show, right? No. Or was she? Was she? So. Did, no, you're thinking of Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn was and X twenty three animated series. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I think I think Madam Web created for the '90s TV series too. Uh, I looked at the only reason I know this Tanner is because uh, when the movie was coming out, I started I, I started looking it up uh, because I don't know much about Madam Web other than like Spider-Man cartoon, like you. But no, she actually started in the '80s, uh, November '80. She was in her right first, in. yeah. So that's the only yeah, reason I know that. I, I would not pretend oh. to be an expert on Madam Web. I just looked this up recently, so. The Amazing Spider-Man number two published November 1980. Yep. Yep. All right. And that's all we're going to talk about Madam Web on this show. Let's go to (laughs) Shelby for her first pick. Uh, my first pick is going to be one of my goofy ones. It's going to be Plankton and Karen from SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I told you she would. Uh, this is goddamn hey, weird. That's, not, not, that's not even the weird one, Shannon. Oh. That's just the fun one. <laughs> Everybody's heard of SpongeBob. Yeah. I so, so I've never, I've never watched SpongeBob. But remind me real quick. Karen is not like a a, a living. Thing. Yes, yeah, I don't like, know Karen. Like a, 
she's his personal assistant robot that he built, but she's basically his wife. They even make jokes about being married, and okay. she is the the whip in the relationship. She's like, what the fuck? Go, go run the shop. Make the money. That's what we're here for. And he's like, yes, yes, ma'am. Sorry. And it's like he doesn't own the shop. She does. See, <laughs> this is I told I told everybody this is what happens. Oh. This is what happens when you let the gays marry. When you let the trans use the bathroom. <laughs> no. Now they're marrying robots. Shannon, please stop <laughs> please. talking. Sorry. I, uh, I I I misunderstood the the bit. I uh, fire Shannon from his own show. <laughs> I was aware of of another bit that I thought was related to that. So Plankton, I guess, at some point in time in the show, eats holographic meatloaf, and like the subtle joke there is he's a plankton, which means that they 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 um, not eat, but like you know, they photosynthesis, right? Yeah. So of course it's he's eating light. light, which is mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it had like, something to do with who he was. How the with fuck do they cook underwater? Let's go on oh, to. Right. They, they make a joke about that. Uh, oh God, I regret this. Flame, and they joke, uh, you know, how does this fire? If we're underwater, how do we have this fire? Then the fire immediately goes out. That's funny. Yep. That's <laughs> funny. I've come to appreciate SpongeBob a lot more, especially when I found out that you know Tom Kenny voices SpongeBob. I'm a huge Tom Kenny fan from Mr. Show. So uh, yeah, I got a, I got a lot of love for SpongeBob. I know nowadays. him from Spyro. That's true. He was a dragon once. Speaking of dragon, dragon. Tanner Calvert. I don't understand that reference. (laughs) Okay, Shannon, what did you pick? Because I got got kicked out while you were making your talk. Mulder and Scully. Ugh. I mean, ugh. Anyway. What? (laughs) I mean, ugh. Were they they a couple? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, okay. Well, well, hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on. To be fair to him, were they a couple in the original show, or did it take to the movies? No, it took. No, to the I movies. think in the original like, show they got. Yeah, no, because the remember. show, because of how the it. show ends, they have to be. From no, no, because Mulder was gone. No, he came back at the end. Did he? He came oh, back for the last episode, but he was on trial. They okay. Hang on. Oh god. Okay. okay. Well, he's anyway, looking that up, Tanner. Uh, you my, go on with yours. I'm gonna keep drinking, Josh. With my first pick, I'm they going first with kissed Ray in season and, seven, and episode Phil- four. So, oh, okay. That was that was the Patrick era, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Figured that out. Go ahead, Tanner. I'll keep drinking, Josh. All right. Well, I I, I made I was making the joke that I was picking Ray and Ben Solo, but uh, my actual first pick <laughs> is uh, Kratos and uh, Faye, uh, his wife that died in the, the newer games and uh, Ragnarok, you get to see a lot of cutscenes, or a couple cutscenes where they're actually interacting with each other. And it's just, it's really great. So Faye is not his wife from the original series, right? No, his wife from the original was Lysander. Okay. Because I always hated that. I, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not criticizing your pick because I like the new God of war games way more than the old ones. But one of the things I always had a trouble with, with the original God of war games was he was so upset because his wife had died and his kids had died. He was so upset about it. But then he also proceeded to bang every girl that he could find um, to the point that Jesse, you remember when we worked at GameStop, we had to shrink wrap the God of War three strategy guides and then take them off the shelves because it like explained how to bang the girl in it. Yeah. <laughs> had, had an explicit scene in there. I mean, is it's Greek, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, go on. Explain. Please explain. Go on. Wasn't that like the whole thing with Greeks? 
back in the day? I, yeah, I think so. No, I, need, I need you to know I would listen to an entire fucking hour special of Steven doing stand-up comedy that goes like this. Yes. I mean, they're fucking Greek, right? Like, isn't that their whole thing? <laughs> he says it slowly and unsure. Every joke, slowly and unsure. All right, Hunter, what do you got up first? All right, I, I need you to understand that no part of me <laughs> thought that I was going to get the chance to make this choice because you kept picking people who weren't me. I do not understand how we've gotten this far into round one and nobody has picked the best on-screen pairing of all time, Gomez and Morticia motherfucking no, Adam. Uh, <laughs> they are the best. Shelby, you went first. first. Shelby, you went first. They you were picked my Plankton. number one. I always pick my choice. number one last. You had a choice. You had uh. a chance. All right. Oh, this was the we only one ever I was ever going to pick. First. Every, every time that I look at like what we might do for, for Halloween, I'm always like, but Gomez and Morticia. Gomez and Morticia is a good choice. <laughs> now we do a lot of cosplay that. shit. Yeah. The, okay, the only reason that I haven't is because Sarah will not let me shave. She's like, I'm oh, like, I can't do that. Yeah. I, can't do that. I get that. Um, yeah. But I mean, th- that has been our like, like our um, coworkers often talk about how they how much they enjoy seeing us like interact in our relationship and everything and we're always like we learned everything we know from the Adams family. Well cuz that's that's go the watch, go watch the movie. That's the goalpost, right? A lot of people, a lot of dumbasses yes. and meth heads say Joker and Harley Quinn. Sorry if they're on anybody right. else's list, but like that is not a good relationship. Uh Morticia mm-hmm, no. and Gomez is they prop each other up. They take care of each other. They love each other for their flaws. Like they're they're fucking best, man. They're the, right. easily the number one choice for me. That's a good pick. I like that, Lindsay. What about you? What's first? I am going to start things off with Persephone and Hades from Laura Olympus because I am obsessed with that comic. That is true. I can't confirm. What do you think, Josh? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, Josh agrees. <laughs> I know how. Are you sure Josh agrees with you? Let me right ask now, him. Let me ask him again. Hold on. <laughs> Later tonight, Josh might not agree with you so much. I gotta say, Josh dedicated this like- wine to his father. His father's probably disappointed in him. It's okay. He's probably dead. He is. Thanks, Shelby. Um- Ouch! <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. Oh, wow. So, Lindsay, one more time. Who'd you say? I'm sorry. Persephone and Hades from the Lore Olympus comic. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Let's swing it back around to me because now it just reminded me of one that I didn't write down, but I'm glad I did. Uh, This was the first ever. So a lot of times, Lindsay, help me out in anime and stuff. When they put two characters together, what is it called? Uh, I prefer pairing, but it has shifted over to be calling shipping. Shipping. So I don't like that either. Originally, this was just like a rumor thing. If I remember correctly, it was a playful, oh, are they or aren't they? And then it turned out to be a real couple thing. And it was the first time I ever saw two characters in a comic series who weren't gay to begin with became gay, or at least it was hinted at. Now it's official. And they make, I think, one of the cutest couples in comic books. And, well, Shelby's looking at me. Should I not pick this? I don't know. Pick them. I hope it's not the one. I'm I'm pretty sure I know where you're going. Shelby, give me a hint on what one of them looks like. No, go ahead. It's fine. Go. No, because Hunter already broke your heart. I don't want to do it twice. No, it's fine. It's fine. All right. (laughs) I was going to say Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, Shelby. <laughs> Hang on, now I gotta go I, pick a different. I, I'm so sorry because you are so into X Men. I I'm legit so thought that it was gonna be. Ah, uh, ah, don't say anything else about X Men. Oh, okay. Drinking, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and I thought, oh, but I don't know if that he's with somebody or. No, like, I I I, figure out what was I think Harley Quinn. Okay. I don't. Not to get on a a big tangent here about Harley Quinn well, and uh, Poison Ivy. You're adorable together. Yeah, because on the yep. one hand, like if you're one of those crass like dog people. Um, they're just they're two hot girls being hot together. But if you look into it more, you you've got the whole Joker thing where Joker was this awful, awful person for Harlequin and abuser and mentally abuser and traumatizer. So for her to find actual happiness with somebody else, that's a sweet storyline. And I hate how people always pick, you know, Joker and Harlequin as like, this is the romance I want to have. Why? It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I really, I really wish that Birds of Prey had gotten a sequel because I feel like it would have introduced Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. Uh, the best yeah. version of it right oh, yeah. now is the Harley Quinn yeah. TV show. Like yeah. they're they're really killing it's it with, with that pairing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the show a show is so good. It is. I hated it at first because I'm like, you know me, I like yeah, serious man. stuff. But once I stopped being a dick and I started just, I'm like, this is very funny. It was the scene where Joker confronts Batman over not getting his electric car that really won me over and got me got me on the side. So. I put down pain on electric car. I want my goddamn electric a- car, Bruce. <laughs> the fact that Joker figures out who Batman is and the first thing he worries about is his electric car. <laughs> oh, put a lot of money on. Well, no. First, he got upset because no. he knew who he was. He got now. Upset yeah, but he wanted that electric car. All right, Stephen. But then he went that electric. I wanted to know that I would have done that myself. My goddamn electric car. All right, Stephen. So, um, I don't know if Lindsay might have had this. I don't know. I went with Rintaru Okabe and Kirisu Makisei from the Steinsgate series. No, I knew you were going to. I know which anime you're picking from, Steven. I stayed away from them. Okay. And I think I know which ones you were going to go for. So. Uh, you don't. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, well, Steven, I can't. You might as well just call him a bitch. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Shut up. Stephen, I can't no, possibly. I, think, uh, I figured Steins Gate was going to be one that you were picking, so I, I can't possibly predict which one Stephen's going to pick or Lindsay's going to pick Stephen. And you, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh is starting. Josh is starting to kick in. Let's go to uh, Jesse. Okay, uh, for my next one, I'm going to do uh, Jake Peralta and Amy Santiago from Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's a cute. One. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take that one. That was that was on my what do you call it short list, but I yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's a <laughs> that's good. Just one. another very good one. Uh, they got tight nubs, <laughs> man. Those nubs are tight. <laughs> that's, that's right. Uh, they had the uh, like their the engagement episode where they actually uh, Jake actually proposes to Amy is like one of the the sweetest moments nice. in all of like TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's so good. Agreed. All I right. I feel like we're glossing over the best couple from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Captain uh, uh, Andre Bauer and... Uh, in case somebody took Amy and Jake. Let's say Andre Bauer and Michael Sarah or whatever his name is. Andy Samberg. Michael Sarah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I wish it had been that because that would have been great. Um, Let's no, go that's to, for uh, the same reason that I left Andy in April. I had Andy in April on my list, but I'm not going to mention them now because we got a good Parks and Rec one. I got one, I've only got one extra, so I'm hoping no one takes any of mine. Uh, it really it struggled to find like people that I could put on here for some reason. I don't watch a lot of. Let's go to Shelby. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Shigo and Draken from Kim Possible. Were they nice. together? <laughs> yeah, at the very end, they do get together. Yep. I didn't know that. I always thought that was another one of those things where I kind of thought Shiko and Kim would get together for some reason. Maybe it was all the art I didn't look up. <laughs> a lot of fan about that. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? I'm sorry. What did you say? Not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm not the reason they didn't get together. Internet going to internet, man. I don't know what you want to hear. It's Ron's fault. If they would have screamed louder, it would have happened. You remember when they made that horrible live action Kim Possible? Oh, God. No. 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 Don't ever watch that. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to uh, to Tanner. Tanner, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the obvious one for me. Uh, Ron and. I'm sorry. No. Scratch that. Harry Potter and Jenny Weasley. Uh, they're They're the fucking power couple, man. I was really I hoping decide which one was worse if you were going to say Ron and Jenny because they're related, <laughs> or Ron and Harry, <laughs> which I feel like there's also for sure. Oh, I you know I always yeah, in my head everybody always picks Ron and Hermione, and I this they're a terrible couple. I'm oh, sorry, Harry and Jenny Weasley were better. No, no, and I you can ask Jesse. We yeah. had this yeah, conversation earlier. I hate all I was, of the final pairings. They're all terrible. But, but admittedly, oh, I'm no. sorry, man. He, he's Harry actually on this Jenny one. They are, are a better couple than, than Ron and Hermione. Well, it should have been Harry and Hermione, right? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not the only yeah. one, right? Or Harry and Luna? Yeah, no, it should have been. I think that was the that original intent. Yeah. That just always seemed like a weird book, pairing to me. But I need you guys to understand, I have never watched or read any Harry Potter. <laughs> so I am the worst oh, person to judge about this. That's what I've got to make you do on extras and epilogues. Watch oh. Harry Potter? Oh, you just made a grave mistake. Gonna <laughs> I'm going to Tokyo Gore police the fuck yeah. out of you with Harry Potter. No, you won't because Harry Potter's a good film. <laughs> so, <laughs> damn. <laughs> you can't trick me. All right. All right. Let's go to Double H. Okay. Uh, shit, I don't know. I've got a lot more on here than I thought would have been taken by now. Um,. I'm going to try to, to jump around. So I had, I did a movie one, right? Let's do a TV one. Um, and I'm, I'm again, going to pick one of those that I feel like is probably going to be on somebody's list, but it, it's another very important one to me. Cheaty and Eleanor from the good place. That's, um, a, good one. that's a good one to consider. I didn't put it on there, good but place, yeah. I would have so, picked the so, other couple. I'll be, I'll be the first one to say that of all the TV ones I have in front of me, it's not my, I've never rewatched the good place. We watched it all the way through one time. I thought it was great. I don't feel like it's a show I want to rewatch. I enjoyed it, but it's not my favorite thing ever, but their specific story hits me in a very particular place. And there's other examples of this, but this was the first one that came to mind. It's that love of, I don't care where you are, when you are, where we are in, in, you know, space and time, I'll find you. I'll get back to you somehow. Um, that's the kind of thing that'll make me fucking emotional if I talk about it for too long. Yeah. So that's what specifically show. drew me to them. Yeah. I never finished it. Yeah. I never finished it because I I so I watched it originally with a certain somebody, and it was always kind of our show. So I never I never went back to finish it after the breakup. Yeah. Uh, same thing with It's Always Sunny. I haven't watched It's Always Sunny since the breakup. Um, no shit. Yeah, I need to catch up on like so many things. But now, seasons. but now I don't really watch. watch I, I don't really watch TV at all nowadays. Like I literally, I watch YouTube oh, videos no. at night. But uh, uh, let's go to. Uh, I think it's Lindsay's turn. Lindsay, you're up. Oh, we're back to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I am going to go with one of my favorite Disney couples, 
which is Rapunzel and Eugene. That's a good one. Because <laughs> they're adorable. That final song of theirs. Ooh. Was it now I See the Light? Is that oh, one? yes. Flynn. It gets Flynn. I saw that movie one time and I was like, who the fuck is Eugene? I forgot <laughs> that that happens. I'm sitting here like, who's... Who, what? Oh, yeah. Did you yeah. watch a different Rapunzel than I watched? <laughs> <laughs> I remember the bit now, but I literally, I think we watched that movie when it I came mean, out. Shannon's I mean, Shannon's horse is already acting like Maximus, so. <laughs> True, but his name's Ren because it's the first thing I could think of. Um, I, I love, I, I think everyone, I, I think most people would agree with me on this. I thought Tangled was better than Frozen. Frozen. Yes. Frozen, 100%. Frozen was a good movie. It had that one really good song, and it had a fun cast. But Tangled, I thought, was just better in every way. And um, yeah. Mandy Moore as Rapunzel was was fantastic. So, oh, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really good. Still haven't seen Tangled. Oh my god! But this dude watched. I forget what I used to make fun of you for now because I might be a little tipsy. It's Let's. The, no. No, no, it's the fact he hasn't watched the Joker yet. Or the Batman. He did watch the Batman. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. All right, my next pick. Speaking of comic books, going back to the world of comic books, I have no justification for this pick other than they are two hot motherfuckers. And when you get people this hot together, I don't care how good or bad the relationship is, everybody looks. And, of course, I'm talking about Cyclops and Emma Frost. You talk about the hottest (laughs) pairing in the history of comics. And I, I have like a Reddit from X Men, and I did not think of that. Who was one you were going to go with? <laughs> I haven't read it, but I am aware of it. Shannon, you know who Emma Frost is dating now, right? Or has been recently? No, I haven't kept up with it. Who is it? Tony Stark. What? Yeah. Uh huh. That's a hot couple that too. Been, that has been a thing. Is Iron Man and and um, and Emma Frost? Yeah. That's, yeah, that was a that was briefly walking, a thing while Marvel. they were trying to like it was during the fall of X stuff. Well, to be fair, Whenever, so uh, Cyclops helping the X Men. Cyclops and and uh, Jean Grey is a better coupling. I mean, that's the one you want because that's the one that you know the the long that's lost when loves. Someone and all like that. me right. who hates Jean Grey only because well, Wolverine exists. So <laughs> hey, hey, bub. Hey, okay, bub. Hey, you enjoy you enjoy for the person who's been out of. For the person who's been out of Marvel since the end of the last Secret Wars, is Scott back to normal now, or is he not still Phoenix? Uh, oh, you have so much. Uh, that, that's been, that's yeah. been long done. Couldn't tell you. Uh, it, Jesse, Cyclops. correct me if I'm wrong. Let me throw something out here real quick. Because if I'm correct, didn't there there was like another time version of the X-Men that came in, including like original Cyclops, but then someone died or maybe didn't, and then they also came back, but maybe not, and then... I don't know. The X-Men storyline is so confusing. So, like, what you're thinking of, like, yeah, the they did bring back, like, to try to get Scott to be less of a dickhead. They brought back the that young team blue and, uh, yeah. to the, the current day. Yeah. Uh, that actually predates Secret Wars, though. Uh, blue and yellow. That was, is that what the... That yeah, blue and gold. Yeah, that, was, that was when they had the... Yeah, blue and gold. Blue and, and gold. That, that was the, the, the storyline where... Um, we were just talking about it a second ago. Um, oh, where Bobby, they find out Bobby is gay. Look, like but, that's, that's where that all came about. That's, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's young that, and old Bobby. were hanging out together. That's all fascinating, but it doesn't change the fact that Scott Summers, a very tall, muscular, handsome boy and Emma Frost, basically a supermodel hooking up was the hottest pairing in comic <laughs> history. Um, so, as of right now, I think that Cyclops is still dead. 
God damn it. He might not be. Boo. Wait, wait a minute. Wasn't Nightwing with Starfire for a while? Oh, yeah. 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 You're you're pushing this like super hot thing, and I'm like, oh. Oh, no. Starfire. No, Starfire. Starfire ain't human. And what do we do to them, Steven? <laughs> we liberate them. We liberate with them. Our- <laughs> <laughs> you heard when Steven came in here, those damn alien bastards yeah. are real. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. If I have to watch two people have sex, it's going to be Cyclops and Emma Frost. It's not going to be Starfire and Nightwing. I, and Nightwing's Z- just looking over to the... The xenophobia extends even to your relationship. No, I'd rather see see a man take charge like Cyclops would. Not Nightwing looking over the left going, is this good, Bruce? Can I do this? Oh, my God. That's not okay. You tell me me Cyclops never had a wet dream about Professor X? Come on, man. (laughs) About killing him? Come on, man. Probably killing him. All right, let's go. Let's go to Steven. Pick number three. I got to get off this Josh. in a minute. It did. Uh, I blame Josh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna go with another uh, video game couple. Uh, it's the Garrus and Tally couple. Whenever I played through Mass Effect, uh, I always went with Liar for some reason. Uh, back whenever I played the shit out of Mass Effect, and I always enjoyed Garrus and Tally in the third game. But it was a very cute pairing. Yeah. It's the first time, like outside of just your player character, that they had like relationships develop. So that was also really cool to see. Was Tally the one that was in the uh, mask the whole time, and then when they finally unmasked her, it was just a stock photo when everybody got pissed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That brings back. They memories. fixed that. They fixed but it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In the moment, it was very bad. It was just mm-hmm. weird. It was just a weird decision. Um, yeah, it was. She was basically just straight up like looked human. I think they may have changed like the skin yeah, tone. It was, it, like, and it was really a stock photo. Yeah, with with she was blue and I yeah. had a couple <laughs> little dots to, like, her or purple. Yeah, yeah. something dumb. Oh, like see, okay. I'm colorblind, Stephen. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go to let's go to, let's go to Jesse. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to stick with my, my TV shows ones here. Uh, and I'm going to go with uh, Red and Kitty Foreman from that 70s show. Dumbass. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dumbass. <laughs> I almost, as a joke, put uh, Peggy Bundy and Al Bundy. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> uh, no, Peg. Uh, no, Peg. <laughs> I, I just love Red and Kitty. Like, they... I. They seem like wonderful parents, wonderful people to have raised you, that kind of stuff. It's very wholesome, hilarious. Uh, they clearly love each other a whole lot. It's 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 good stuff. As long as you don't look into Red's backstory and when he used to be a major drug dealer in Detroit. <laughs> God fucking damn it. There he is. <laughs> He's not Tim Allen. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm talking <gasps> Robocop. The first Robocop, he's the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, sorry. sorry. I was thinking about the actor. I was like, I don't think he did that. I mean, he's kind of an asshole, but I don't think that's it. <laughs> All right, I think that's boy. just his character. That's just his character. I'm kind of shocked. I picked up on that joke and he didn't. Who, Hunter? Or I mean, Hunter? I'm, I'm Other look, Hunter? I'm looking at, I'm looking at memes. Don't worry about There's me. two Hunters. <laughs> okay. All right. It's true. Go ahead, Shelby. <laughs> Uh, Beast Boy and Raven from Teen Titans. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like them. Yeah, yeah. That's they just really one. balance yeah. each other out. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like uh, yeah. almost like the whole like if a dog and a cat. Uh, well, no, Raven. <laughs> Sorry. What the fuck was... are you talking about? <laughs> what? No, no, no. So I was thinking of and any Andy other and, possible animal. Uh, April looked. Like <laughs> <laughs> Shannon is drinking Josh, and Stephen appears to actually be Josh. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think that's. Get that out of your mouth. (laughs) I'm Lenny. This is. Hang on. The more jokes we make about Stephen being in Shannon's mouth, the more reasons why Shannon's not with a particular person anymore. (laughs) God damn it. That's a deep cut. Oh. Just banger after banger after banger, man. Beast Boy and Raven. That is a that is a good pick. I like that one a lot. I was really sad that they. So I said this to Hunter the other day, and I mean this. I'm dead serious. I really do think that Zack Snyder's Justice League is my favorite superhero movie of all time. I really do. I I really love that movie. But one thing that made me sad about that film is Cyborg is in it, but none of the other Titans. And I really wanted to see, you know, like Beast Boy and and Raven and Nightwing and stuff like that. Although so, they very much make it clear that someone killed Nightwing. They've, uh, uh, they've rewritten uh, a lot of that stuff where Cyborg was never in the Teen Titans. He just starts out in the Justice League. Oh, see, I don't like yeah, that because I'm so familiar with the old Teen Titans. Out- yeah, at some point in time they started writing out Martian Manhunter as one of the founding seven and put him in there instead. In the Titans? No, in in the league. In the oh. league. Fuck Batman. They replaced they replaced Martian Manhunter with oh goddamn. Mashin' Man Hunter. Mashin' Man Hunter. Hunter, do you remember last night when we fought we, we we fought regular Manhunter? He was a verb. And then Mashin' Man Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Tanner, you're up next. Alright, I'm gonna go. Here's the low hanging fruit besides Harry Potter. Uh, I'm going with uh, Tommy and uh, Kimberly from Power Rangers. Yeah, that's uh, a good because one. Because they're yeah. a way better couple. Man, they, they, man this is where Kimberly I get to left. do it to you. They were a couple? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. In fact, I think that was the only couple from the series, wasn't it? Or am I crazy? Well, once she left, he uh, hooked up with Cat. What a now. prick. What a fucking prick. No, oh God, no, 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 no. So, Tommy and Kimberly were the first couple, and then when Kimberly left, they brought Cat in, and they ended up dating. And canonically, they get married and have have a kid. Uh, but now, with the comics being so popular, they brought Amy Jo Johnson in to write a comic book series. Where in that timeline, Kimberly and uh, Tommy end up together, and they have a daughter named Olivia Hart. That that's the no, best. Olivia, uh... That's the best outcome because I always talk about Sandra Bullock being like my biggest crush as a kid and being the, yeah. you know, in while you were sleeping. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but Amy Jo Hard Johnson as Kimberly Hart was also up there. Those were my big crushes growing up. And also the Felicity. Kid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Russell. I bet there's the biggest more. crush button. Hang on, wait a minute. Yeah? You got it? That's not oh, a good crush hair. button. That's not very yeah, loving. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Hunter. Shit, really? Is it my turn? Okay. Um, yeah. What am I? I haven't done a. Oh. I haven't done a video game yet. So let's throw in. I know Steven's done a few um, that have been like player choice ones. I'm going to throw in one that I think is um, 
It's, I mean, it's out, of, it's out of your hands. It's written this way, but I think they're a great couple. Nathan and Elena uh, Drake. From I was the thinking of them. Series. Yep, they were. Yep. Yeah, they're yeah, they're my next phenomenal. my next go to for that. They're such a good couple. I mean, again, they're they're very realistic. Like they they have problems. They work through them. Uh, the ending of that series, or that that uh, you know, through the end of the fourth game, uh, mm-hmm. when you get to play as their daughter for the first time and kind of see like how she sees them through her eyes is so fucking cool. Um, I really, I really love that series. I don't talk about it very much because it's very much a you play them and, and you've played them and that's it. But uh, I had a ton of fun with with that series, and I love just kind of seeing them evolve as a, as a couple. What so, about the what about yeah. the movie? Did you like the movie? I have not seen the movie. Weirdly. I haven't seen it either. Uh, I know it's I know I, it's on like Netflix or something. It's super easy to watch now, but I haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, I forgot there was a movie. Yeah, <laughs> Spider honestly. Spider Dudes in it. Spider-Man and uh, Wahlberg, not Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Wahlberg, so, yeah, Wahlberg. Wahlberg? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah, Mark Scully. Mark, yep. Mark. Just a weird, weird choice. Very, Very weird. weird choice. Hey, for Scully. Say hi to you. say hi to your Uncharted I mean, for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like Tom Holland, but he's also very weird for Nathan Drake. He's too short. I'll say it. He's too short. He looks too. I mean, kid-like. yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't look like the the character. It's right. kind of a strange choice. Yeah. But I mean, he's he's super athletic and he's super right. good at acting yeah. stuff. So. He's super. Oh, no, he man. does it very well. Yeah. He did very Sometimes well. Sometimes that matters yeah. more than so like oh they look like the character. That's so. what that's yeah. my problem. Whenever uh, I don't want to get on a tangent here, we're gonna go to Lindsay. But my my problem every time you see people post that whole oh this is my fan casting of it, they always pick actors who resemble the character. Not taking into right. effect or account their acting ability or their range, and and both can be right, but the, right. the acting and the range is far more important than the oh they they bear a physical resemblance to this. Right, that's it, not always one hundred percent. That's like everybody that kept fan casting Daniel Radcliffe to play Wolverine whenever Marvel takes over. Well, hey, so the rumor mill is spinning up again. I'm not opposed anyway. to that. <laughs> yeah, because apparently yeah, Patch either. is in the uh, trailer for Wolverine and Deadpool. And again, Wolverine is supposed to be short. Like I'm, I'm five six. I think Wolverine yeah. is listed as five six. So right. like, it would make more sense. For Hugh Jackman him to be was way that. too tall. Like, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. get fucking J. Uh, was it James Marsden to play Cyclops in the movies, and he's yeah. like five one. Yeah. Cyclops is supposed to be a towering fucking muscular I think, dude. I think Marsden's like. Well, I get the bit. He's not actually obviously five one, but I, he's also not that tall. I mean, he's he's really not. He's not that like. Exceptionally short, either. I think he's yeah. like five nine. It should have been Henry Cavill. He was in a show on. Uh, oh yeah, that would have been that would have been everything. Should have been Henry Cavill. He was on a show on yeah, Netflix. They mentioned oh, he's five ten. He's just not six foot. So it's against it, Hugh Jackman. Cyclops he's gonna look is, tiny. The Cyclops will be like six foot something. And yeah, yeah. They like he even gets called like stretch a lot by right. Wolverine. Like yeah. that's one of his nicknames. Like yeah, he's supposed to be tall. And, and so then when you pretty short. Yeah, when you when you match up Marsden, who's five ten, which is again not not that short, but against Jackman, who is six three, right? <laughs> yeah, and what that's the with either of them wearing shoes like that. Come on, <laughs> yeah, how, how tall uh, how tall is Famke Jansen? Uh, because she was Jean Grey in the films, and I think she I was bet. almost as tall as fucking Wolverine. Yeah, she's six, feet, six feet, feet tall. Straight up, yeah. Jean Grey should not yeah. be taller than Cyclops. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. I think it's Lindsay's turn, but, right? It's even oh, less than I thought. Wolverine is canonically five three. Good so, I'm taller than Wolverine. And, yeah, he's and, uh, he's like Rey Mysterio height. Is canonically six three. Good. Yeah, so he's Lord. literally a foot taller than him. Oh, That's crazy. Damn. <laughs> Stupid casting. All right, Lindsay. It should have been well, DeVito. I'm gonna throw out a surprise card, and I also picked a video game couple. 
Cyrus and Reese from Animal Crossing, the alpacas that customize your furniture. <laughs> That's a sweet romance right there. That That's is nice. adorable. They're I like so that. Cute. That's a yeah. That's a nice family moment. I agree. We can all learn something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, um, Lindsay, you got anything else to say about the alpacas? No, I'm keeping mine short and sweet because okay. you guys keep rambling and you didn't want to go over on forever. Hey, so. hey, yeah, we're, that's right. We're on that's pick. Right. We're on pick four out of seven people, and we're only at fifty minutes. I'm proud of us. All right, this is really great for us. My next pick. Look, I know I'm gonna get some shit for this. I know it's not perfectly done in the movies, but the expanded universe really picks up on it. And I even liked the movie version. I thought it's a little cringy at times, but once I heard the uh, the love theme from episode two um and the fact that i love natalie portman as an actress as a whole and i think hayden christensen got a lot better and got more a lot more respect over time padme amidala and anakin skywalker i'm not going to give you shit for that because clone wars expanded on it and made it better right yeah the worst the worst thing about it honestly is the the dialogue yes it's not like they don't have chemistry it's not like the you know that like there's anything inherently wrong with the characters it's just that george lucas can't write dialogue and yet he (laughs) insisted on both writing dialogue and then coaching their acting which he also can't do it turns out and that's why i said you know hayden christensen's gotten a lot more respect as anakin skywalker in the past couple years which i'm really happy about um but i i always loved Anakin and Padme was always like my favorite Star Wars couple, and it still is. There's, it, it's a tragic story. It's, it's Padme meant like everything to him. That's the reason he did. That's the reason he fell to the dark side. Like Padme, he loved Padme that much, and it was a good lesson about you can have good intentions and do terrible things. Um, and I just, I just love both of them as characters. So yeah, Anakin and Padme. Did, that's uh, my- did you see the the picture of Mark Hamill and Natalie Portman together where he's like, I finally met my mom. I my did. Mom, yeah. That was great. That was great. Apparently they'd never met up and they were at an event recently. And so he made a point to get a picture with her. Oh, that's, that's awesome. All right, Steven, what do you got? Uh, I finally went with a, a normal TV show, I guess. Uh, Kirk and Carla from Scrubs. I always wow. enjoyed the, oh, their yeah. like that's chemistry on yeah. the show, and I'm glad like you know they have their ups and downs, and it was it was just really fun part of the show, and they're usually one of my favorite parts. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. When I Bob think was you were old enough to have enjoyed Scrubs, Stephen? Huh? I didn't uh-huh. think you were old enough to have enjoyed Scrubs. Um, <laughs> uh, I. I think it was still yeah scrubs was 2001 to 10 so i could uh sneak a, a episode or two with before the parents also, got home that's a, i think that's an unfair <laughs> statement because the idea that you have to you can only enjoy the things that were in your specific timeline that's a mistake a lot of kids make and then they miss out on stuff that was great before them i like a lot of stuff that my parents liked meant I, that I might have missed shit. it Right, like it's one of those things that that predates his interest in finding like those kinds of shows. Like I, it, it shocks me that he's seen it. Not that I'm not upset that he has. <laughs> like everybody needs to watch Scrubs. It's a well, phenomenal it, show. Yeah, and importantly too, like when we were coming up, that wasn't as big a deal because reruns were rampant. But like. It blows my mind occasionally to realize that kids today don't really see reruns. Like, you're going to have to actively go seek a show out on a streaming service if you want to watch it. And it's not that that doesn't happen, but they don't have the version of us going, well, this is what's on. I don't have to press a button to make it happen. I just go to that channel. This is what's on right now, right? Yeah. 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 I miss the days of being able to sit down, turn my TV to Comedy Central, and just watch reruns of Scrubs. 
I miss you the days of that. sitting at home, turning I, on Comedy Central at two in the morning, and finding what happens when <laughs> Snoop when Girls Gone Wild goes doggy style. <laughs> Tanner Cable is still the Jesse, could you hear the uh, steel drums? I can hear, <laughs> <laughs> hear them. Quick question for you: um, Does it have to be romantic couples? I might have to change my last. It's well, just, is couples. just couples. It's the last pick, man. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, bro. No, no, this is no, no. This is the uh, this fourth is round, four. right? We're on, yeah. a, we're on yeah. a four. The next one's the last yeah. one. Yeah, I'm think. Yeah, yeah I think. But I he might. just made his fourth one. He's trying to decide on the fifth one. Okay. So. Yeah. You know yeah. what, Stephen? Uh, the the rules are very loose on this show. So do what you want. Okay. Uh, right. Let's go to let's go to Just Kimmel. Thursday night uh, delight. All right. I think I'm gonna do uh, an anime. Uh, I'm gonna do Izumi and Sig Curtis from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh yeah, they're cute. They're cool. adorable too. Yeah, I, I like them a lot. <laughs> I like the when she tells him she loves him and he goes, "Huh?" Uh-huh. <laughs> that does not happen. Uh-huh. Does That's, not that is at not, all. That is not them. <laughs> How dare you? Yes. He can't. He's so gone. He's yep. out. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Too much if gosh. Enough, you're gonna hear. <laughs> like when Steven gets really excited. All right, Shelby. <laughs> Shelby, I can't drink my Josh. Uh, I'm gonna pick uh, <laughs> Merlin and Toast from Being Puppy Cat. <gasps> yeah, all right, when I'm this tipsy, you can't. You can't say things Cat like Merlin and Toast. Characters. <laughs> I sure can, and that's why I picked it. <laughs> Being Puppycat is a is a pretty fun show. Lindsay, I thought you watched Being Puppycat. It is on my list to at some point watch, but I have not gotten around to it. You know who's so there's oh go ahead. Th- there's two versions of it. Sorry, there's the YouTube version from Frederator, and then there's the Netflix version. I think the Frederator version is by far the superior one. Yeah. Okay. Um, in terms of like animation storytelling and just like what all they could put in there because they didn't have limitations i'm sure netflix is the reason that they had to change it but if you go through and you watch it it's the exact same story but it's tweaked on netflix there's a little bit more and it's kind of spaced out and they've like added episodes in between what's on the youtube one so they put uh... filler I think kind the YouTube of. version, Shelby, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you probably don't know the actress's name, but Lindsay Sailor Moon is in it. Uh, Terry Hawks is in yes. Being Puppy Cat. I forget that, which version yeah. she's in. Yeah. She plays like a, a, a strong woman. I forget her name. Um, do you know, I Shelby? I did can, know. Can it's you help me? Toast. That's Toast? <laughs> I'm sure it's Toast. Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to look this up too. Terry Hawks B. Yeah, no, because I I learned about B and Puppy Cat when I was in my Bravest Warriors phase. Yeah, because it's very similar. Yes. B and Puppy yeah. Cat. Well, because it's by the same now animation that you got that studio. Josh. No, Omelet like... is Terry Hawks. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I got I something I want check. you to try on the next show. Take a look at the text when you get the chance. I don't want to. Um... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the first thing no, I no, see is that no, fucking picture right, of Tanner. Toast is Terry Hawks. Aaron Hansen is Omelette. The voice acting was all weird. Oh my god, how many things have you sent, Hunter? I'm looking at him now. Oh, what are you doing? A lot. He's sending things in the text. Oh my. I don't like I, the a lot recent, of these. 
the most recent thing is what I said. I want Shannon to try on the next show. He's he's gotten into the Josh. Now let's see if he can handle his one night cough syrup. <laughs> one night cough syrup. Oh my god! Look at what's in it. Yeah, because <laughs> oh you can't my. sneeze if you're dead. Alcohol, no. indica, chloroform. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. Notice that it's skillfully combined with a number of other ingredients, which we will no. refuse to list on the label. No. Lounged, <laughs> lounged cool. about in a whorish manner. All right, let's go. That's the manner. one that got me. I love that one. I believe you're up next, Tanner. Uh, I'm going to finally go with one that you, you mentioned earlier. I'm going to go with one from Assassin's Creed. There it is. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go with Ezio and uh, Christina. Uh, it, she, it's a character that you realize he was in love with. While playing uh, Brotherhood, uh, they keep you know running into each other all throughout his life until one point in time she dies and he has to carry her dead body, uh, even though she's married to somebody else, but she still loved him. Uh, you later find out her last name is Vespucci. She is the sister, the little sister of Amerigo Vespucci. Wait, so they don't, they don't actually hook up? They're just like... Uh, f- um... Oh, no, they hooked, up, they hooked up many, many times. There you go. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah. And then he bangs but her dead body. Their story. Ew. Mm. Why, why you gotta ruin it? Their story is romantic and sad, and and it's all the feelings. And then Tanner, I didn't ruin it. Josh did. <laughs> all right, Double H. All right, point. All right, I'm gonna pick one uh, from a, a book, technically, although you could watch the series on, uh, Amazon prime and get essentially the same story, though there are some key differences. Um, I talked about how much I loved Daisy Jones and the six around this time last year, uh, and Billy and Camilla. So Billy is the lead singer of the six of the band. Camilla is his wife who he meets early on in their, um, uh, in their run up to the top. Basically they have a couple kids together. The story is very much centered around Billy's like love interest in in Daisy once they meet together in this passion between the two of them. But the book makes one or does one key thing very different from the show. And it's been out long enough now. I don't care about spoilers Um, in that at the end, after they have the big concert and it's very clear that Billy and Daisy are, are eventually going to end up together if they don't, you know, do, you know, act on these sparks it's Camilla who visits Daisy in in her hotel room and basically like finds her breaking down and says, you and I have to, we have to have this conversation. He's never going to choose you. He has kids with me. He's been with me forever. He, he loves you in a way, but he loves me. And she's the one who kind of like consoles her through this and says like, for everyone's good, including your own, you are the one who needs to go. You're the one who has to leave. And so she's the reason they the, the band breaks up. But it's not like a Yoko, like she jumps in and screws everything up. It's Camilla being realistic and saying, I know my husband has some kind of you know, attraction to you, but for your own good, because I like you as a person, and obviously for his, you guys have to have to split. She is um what a lot of people have since written as like the epitome of the, of the ride or die. She doesn't go in and just go hard on her and yell at her. She's, she's like being realistic. She's also the reason, um, and at the end of the story, it's her daughter who has been producing the documentary. We find out that's kind of the big surprise about the whole thing. Uh, Camilla left behind something cause she passed away um, from cancer. Um, telling Billy, like you need to go reunite with her. I'm not saying you need to go love her, but like, 
once I'm gone, you two have to at least talk about what happened. And so that's why they, they come back together at the end. So not Billy and Daisy. They're not a relationship. But Billy and Camilla uh, is a very, very powerful story to me. All right. You said Daisy Ridley? No, Daisy Jones. Daisy <laughs> Jones and the Six is the name of the show. I Riley s- Keough plays her on the show, though. Okay, okay. I just misheard. All right, Lindsay, what do you got? <laughs> Next, I have Tamaki Suo and Haruhi Fuji. I've already forgotten her last goddamn name. Uh, <laughs> Fujioka from Orin High School Host Club. It is the yeah. overly exuberant leader of the host club. And poor Haruhi has who has to deal with all of their chaos. They are both clueless in their own ways, and the anime did not do it justice. But the manga gets to a better point at the end. <laughs> well, that girl was that girl was obsessed with that that host club. I, I can't even tell you. <laughs> it's a good show, and I will rewatch it over and over and over again. Oh, I know and you I will. will reread it over and over again. Hunter, that's not a threat. That's a spoiler. Um, that's a promise right there. <laughs> my last pick. Uh, I had I had a couple on here, and I've got two. Basically, I, I tried to pick between three, and I'm surprised no one took at least one of them. Um, it's really hard to pick between the three, but I think I'm gonna have to go with with an all time classic, and that is Eric Draven and Shelley Webster. And now yeah. every half of the crew is going. Who is that? Hunter already knows. I'm sorry, what? That's, that's the crow. It's the crow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Eric. All about it. Oh boy. <laughs> you talk about <laughs> as a kid, especially uh, just the idea that you know he was so in love with this girl. Not just that he died and then came back from the grave to avenge her, because hers was even more messed up. I mean, they did terrible things to her, and then she died after hours of agonizing like surgery. It was horrible. And he came back from the dead to avenge her. Um, I think what really sets it over the top for me is more of what actually happened in the sense that Brandon Lee tragically died during the filming of the movie. And the ending scene where he is at her grave and she comes back and just kind of smiles at him. And then they don't, I'm tearing up thinking about it. Uh, They do the whole for Brandon thing at the end. Um, It's just that that always stuck with me. That will forever stick with me. Um, she quit acting after it happened because she was so traumatized by him dying. And the guy that that killed him by accident um, went on to do a lot of other good films. He was in the movie Tales from the Hood, which is one of my all-time favorite horror films. But he was also, you know, obviously horribly um, traumatized by the fact that he inadvertently killed Brandon Lee. Uh, this was a huge thing, and it just made the ending of the movie that much more tragic and a little bit sadder. So that that romance always stuck with me, both for the characters and for what happened in real life that that really kind of immortalized that whole movie. Um, they're remaking it now. I, I I don't know how I feel about it. I think Bill Skarsgård is in it, so yeah. it'll probably be good. But, I mean, Brandon Lee as Eric Draven was lightning in a bottle. You, you can't recapture that. You know, yeah. you just can't. Anyway, that's my last pick. Um, I'll save my honorable mentions just to make sure I don't take them from anybody. But let's go to let's go to Steve for his last pick. Yeah, sorry, I haven't. Don't talk of about anything the, else. Don't talk oh. about the crow while you're drinking. God damn, I yeah. almost cried there. I had, to, <laughs> I had to slow down. I had to slow down talking. I was gonna cry. God damn. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> uh, 
I think I'm going to stick with what I've um, settled on. I want to go with Liz Lemon and Jack Donahue <laughs> from 30 Rock. I always love their dynamic. His name was Donahue. Donahue. I couldn't remember if it was Donahue or Donahue. I'm sorry. No, you're thinking of the guy who hosted the TV show in the 90s. Phil, Don- Phil Donahue. Donahue. Yeah. Oh. They looked very similar. They did not. <laughs> but um, One of yeah. them. One of them is Alec Baldwin. One of them yes, Alec Baldwin. isn't being I tried for just went Alec Baldwin. <laughs> But uh, no, I always enjoyed that uh, they were just friends, even though like they very much did not see eye to eye on anything. They always uh, like had little fights, and they always respected each other. And I don't know. I just thought it was a fun like. I guess relationship. Yeah, and, uh, you could see it turning romantic. Like you could see. Yeah, that it like I'm glad they didn't. Right. I'm glad that they actually just kept them as friends because that it was just fit better for them. Well, I didn't appreciate that show nearly as much as I wish I had when it was out. Uh, Hunter, do you remember there was another show out around the same time? And I can't remember the name of it, but it was the same premise. It was basically SNL. They were they were both spoofing SNL, but this was like a serious drama, and. I can't remember the name of it, but it came out around the same time as 30 Rock, and I wish I had I had watched 30 Rock oh. more because it's so good. Wait, wait, wait. Was um I could I think be Matthew way off Perry was I never in watched it. it. See, I'm not thinking it was Matthew Perry. I think it was Matt LeBlanc. Was it called Episodes? No, no. Was this... it the show that that Matt LeBlanc did after? For... Okay, let me look it up real quick because I'm pretty sure Matt Perry was in it. I might be wrong on that. Um, huh. I remember Matt LeBlanc being in a show on like Showtime or HBO or something um, called Episodes, and I know he was an actor on Studio, it. Studio, it was Matthew Perry. It only lasted one season. It did not do very well. It was called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. It was 2006 through 2007. Um, huh. No, I don't think I've ever heard of this. I don't know how good it was, but uh, it was very similar to 30 Rock, but it was it was a drama, whereas 30 Rock was comedy. Really? And 30 Rock was yeah. amazing. Mm. Fucking Terry, uh, Terry Morgan. Uh, what's his name? Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Tracy. Tracy Morgan. Some of those movies he did, like Who That Ninja? That's one of my all-time <laughs> favorite spoofs. God, they were so good. Who That Ninja? Uh, All right. All right. Let's ask Jesse. I can't think of the others. You're laughing. Well, one of them is Honky Grandma Be Tripping. I forgot about that. <laughs> I wish I'd waited until Shannon was taking a drink. There would have been Josh all over that fucking room. I'm sorry. You you can't say the words honky grandma be tripping to me and me not. Hey, you enjoying your shrimp? All right, let's go to Jesse. Last pick. I hate you. Okay. Uh, I hate myself. Figured a lot more things would be gone. Um, oh. I guess for my for my last one, I'm going to go with Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. That's yeah. a good pick. Uh, That's a good pick. Like in the main run, Tiger. you know, they they went, obviously had their their ups and downs there, but there have been like some really good like uh, side stories that have had have done them really well. Like uh, there's a series called Spider Man Renew Your Vows that exists inside an MCU where they never had to break up or an M- or a Marvel universe rather where they never had to break up. Uh, and apparently in the new ultimate Spider-Man, I haven't read it yet, but uh, they, they're actually together. It's an older, more grizzled Peter Parker 
Oh, just like so. the movie. <laughs> uh, would you pick? <laughs> would you? I'm, I'm going to go there and say that the the better matchup, but the better pairing with Peter Parker was actually Kitty yeah. Pride. I thought you were going to say Gwen Stacy. Oh. Like, no, nah, he got her nah. neck broke, man. Oh, are you talking about in the Ultimate Universe? Too? Yeah. Yeah. I never heard about that one. I look when I think they of comics, but they were kids. Like, when I when right. I think of comics, I always think of like certain relationships, Gene and Scott, um, and Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson. Like that was, and uh, you know, I almost say the last That's one because it's couple. something. That was the couple. That was the it couple in comics for me. Were those two? Yeah, I, mean, I thought Tanner. I thought Tanner was gonna say Spider Man and Black Cat, and I was like, oh okay. Oh no, I, I could see that being. Oh, controversial but also an acceptable choice very attractive uh, that relationship they, kind of falls in the same aspect of Joker and Harley Quinn for me it's not healthy oh Spider-Man abused her well, it, depends. it depends on who <laughs> right. you're talking about. It's, it's very healthy for her it's I, not I, great I, for I, him I don't think any she had kind of become like they made it to where uh, I think they, they realized that it was too much like Batman and Catwoman Yes. Uh, yeah. so they had this whole shtick like back when Doc, well, like in the Superior Spider-Man, when Doc Ock was in Peter's body, they had this this whole uh, shtick where Peter Parker basically fucked over Black Cat. Obviously, it was Doc Ock that did it at the time and caused Black Cat to go like hard super criminal. Uh, and with her, because she actually does have like luck powers. Hmm. Um. Yeah, it was it was a whole thing made like a whole arc about her being like a super bad guy for Peter and Peter not knowing what in the fuck was happening because he's now back in his own body and has no recollection of Doc Ock fucking her. Whoa. That's not uh, love. Literally. All right. Well, potty mouth, we're going to go over to uh, Shelby for her last pick. Uh, since friendships count, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, Beetlejuice and Lydia from the cartoon series. Definitely from the cartoon <laughs> oh, series. Yeah. Not oh, yeah, from the movie. I was gonna say <laughs> his teenage bride. Yeah, they were almost yeah. legally bound. <laughs> they based the nope. Beetlejuice movie on the Matt Gates story. <laughs> oh no. Um. Well, the cartoon is so much better because it's just two best friends having a whole bunch of fun adventures, and there's Loving so each many other. puns. Yeah, just so many puns everywhere, and it's just great. I saw the mm. cartoon of Beetlejuice before I saw the movie, so that was like Same. that was my Beetlejuice, um, growing up. Um, yeah. So I agree with that. Be- Beetlejuice and Lydia were always cool to me. That was a cool. That was a cool duo, and they loved each other, just not physically. Because you can love someone without being physical with them. All right. Now we're going to go to Tanner. Uh, <laughs> I've been torn trying to say. I've been literally sitting here trying to decide which one I want to go with. Uh, I, I've got to go with the uh, the best relationship from The Office. And that is one, Michael Scott and Holly. I don't know enough about The Office to say yeah. you're wrong. I mean... It's nice no, that Michael found somebody who's exactly as goofy as he is, but like, there were it no was two made people very more clear. compatible for each other. Oh, except for that whole part where they didn't have anything in common, and then they broke up. Man, that was being Maria. Explain, explain that, because <laughs> mm-hmm. she didn't want kids. She didn't like any of the stuff he liked. Um, she didn't believe in God, which was a huge thing for him. And then when she comes back, it's like all of that's not a problem anymore. 
Uh, I'll oh. I'll handle this. Who played Holly? Amy Ryan. Ah, never mind, Tanner. I was gonna back you up, but I don't know who that is. I'm looking her up now. I, I mean, like I, I, I get the it's, it makes you happy to see Ada or uh, Michael Scott like actually end up with someone and yeah. be happy. Um, but I definitely don't think that was the best relationship in that show. Well, it's uh, also it, I was always it was definitely better than Jim and Pam. It's also subjective. Like no, disagree. It's yeah, subjective. They kept Jim and Pam around together long enough that obviously they started showing a bad side of their relationship, but I think theirs was the better one overall. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but I don't even watch The Office much. Was founded on bad. Ah, fuck. Never mind. It was Parks and Recreation. My bad. What are you thinking? I have never um, watched The Office, so I cannot weigh in. Chris Pratt and Aubrey Plaza. I don't know their character names. Andy yeah, and that's, April. That's what I was about. Andy and April. Yeah. Andy yeah. And April. Because that yeah. was always what I thought was the cutest couple, but I got my shows mixed up. But they were so, the shows were so fucking similar; it was hard to tell sometimes. They're very similar. That yeah. is who I was referencing earlier when I was talking about Leslie and Ben. Gotcha. I mean, there's um, really not a healthy relationship on The Office. There are good moments among true. all of them, but there, no, nah, it is. No, uh, oh, oh, crap! Phyllis and uh, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Vance Refrigeration. That's not healthy either. They're both assholes to everyone around them. I <laughs> can't. They each other the worst people. She's tolerable before she starts dating him, and then afterwards, she's the one who talks about everybody behind their back. What about the yeah, bald guy? What about like, the bald guy in the chili? That's a pretty good relationship. <laughs> Except he dropped the chili. Yeah, love right. is lost. Love is lost. <laughs> Look, I don't know <laughs> enough about this show to be in this conversation. So yeah, it's a sad this is, scene. This is why I don't... Yeah, this is why I don't I don't want to mention The Office. That's why I left it off my list entirely, because there was just no part that I thought, oh, all these are good. That's like originally I wrote down Aladdin and Jasmine, and I was like, yeah, their whole relationship was based on a lie, a series of them. Okay, so, so I almost put Aladdin and Jasmine, I, I was going to do something from Jim, but it's the same thing. It's all lies. I almost did Aladdin and Jasmine based solely on the fact that A Whole New World is a great song. But you, you can't base relationships on one song. <laughs> Yeah. This is why I left off oh, Lana sorry, and Leia. Were, They're not I, good together. I thought you were going to uh, say you can't base relationships on a lie, and I was going to agree. Indy <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Marion, I mean, he's only, what, 20 years older than her? That's not weird at all. Um, Alan Grant and um, Ellie, Ellie Sandler. Again? Yeah. About a 20-year age difference? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Uh, well, I am curious, Hunter, who you got on your last pick then? Um, I narrowed it down to a bunch of them, and I don't think any of these are things that, that people would take, so I will kind of throw out a quick honorable mention. Uh, it, it, Tanner was trying to do the thing of the correct relationship from a, a, a sitcom where he should have mentioned Joey and Rachel from Friends because Rachel didn't need to be with Ross. Joey was the only person who actually loved her properly, and they should have been great together. In fact, the yeah, only reason right. the relationship doesn't work out right is because Rachel's worried about what it's going to do to Ross, which is a huge fucking shame, because Ross becomes a total caricature at the end of that show. Joey was willing to take care of her when she was pregnant. He was willing to marry her so the uh, baby <laughs> would have a father, um, and he was legitimately in love with her, and she finally admitted that she was in love with him, too. It wasn't just his appearance. It was that she saw him for who she was for who he was uh if they had been if there's one bold move i wish they'd made as that series went on is that they would have kept that relationship together what about chandler chandler and monica 
Chandler and Monica are good, and there's a lot of good things about that relationship that they do for each other. Chandler goes from being a, I'll never really love anyone or want kids to being totally heartbroken when they find out that they can't conceive their own child together. Um, but at the same time, once they get together, it's the Jim and Pam syndrome. They have these things where like, he'll like look at a girl for too long or introduce himself awkwardly. And Monica would be like, hi. And he'd be like, Oh yeah. And this is my wife here. Like it's too sitcom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What it's about, fine. I also, Ross shouldn't get a second chance at the whole kid thing. No. He keeps leaving the first one on a bus. Right. He also cheated. He well, oh. okay. Well, wait a minute. He didn't leave. The, he didn't leave the baby on a bus. That was Joey and, and Chandler who did that by mistake, and it was he baby. left his baby with Joey and Chandler. Okay, by degrees of separation. Um, but so my actual choice, the one I'm actually going to ultimately uh, make a decision to, to go with here, is going to be uh, Rick and Evie from The Mummy. Uh, oh, Rick O'Connell. Yeah. Oh, that's that's good. unexpected. Yeah, she's hot. Yeah. yeah. For, for all of the relationships from around that time in those kinds of movies, those action movies, they're a lot less uh, toxic. They also yeah. fill different, um, different like stereotypical roles from each other. He's the, he's now described as a himbo basically, right? Like big, dumb, do the thing, handsome looking guy. Uh, and she's, you know, the, the more rational, but also capable of the two of them. They, they don't, um, once they, you know, actually see eye to eye and start to respect each other as people, like there's very much, uh, you see a lot more of it in the second, the second movie. Like, I, they, I they have a really healthy. Version. I think that only worked mm-hmm. when it was Rachel Vice and not when it was Maria Bello, whenever they changed to Maria right. Bello, that was right. That ruined. That's it. why the first two movies are the only ones that are really worth yeah. getting into. After that, it's not worth it. I agree, and that was such a weird thing that they didn't bring her back. I'm not sure why they didn't bring her back, but she that was just strange. I didn't like it. Uh, I wonder if she turned it down. I feel like maybe that's she, the only thing sure I think she of. turned it down, or, or she, maybe she was like filming something else and couldn't do it. Um, well, that story that story was really weak. Um, she might have read that and been like, ah, dude, I've good. I've never even I've <laughs> seen bits and pieces of the third one. I've never watched the full thing through because you don't need to. Yeah, exactly. All right, Lindsay, you last have a rare opportunity here. Last pick. Uh, the last one because I thought you were gonna do it, but then didn't. Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask. Motherfucker, I was saving that for you. I was so scared of taking <laughs> it from you. Uh, I have so many romance things that I watched. Do you think I was gonna have a problem picking yeah. five? Well, I got one last sip of Josh left, so. <laughs> well, hopefully it's just your glass and not the whole bottle. I'd it's like the to make whole fucking six- bottle, Lindsay. I drank the whole <laughs> God bottle. Damn it. I'd like to I'd like to make a sixth choice and it's Shannon and Josh. Now this is a toxic relationship. But it does work on screen. Like you can see the evolution. You can see the love. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Josh Tux- gives everything he has to Shannon. Tuxedo mask and, Shannon and, takes it in kind. and Sailor Moon are the right choice. That that is yes. that's will always be like my uh top level of romance there. I was just saving it for you. So Ah, I mean, I appreciate it, but I figured you were gonna pick it. So. That was that was on my. So that was actually what I was gonna pick instead of Anakin and Padme. But I was so scared of taking it from you, I left it on no. my honorable mentions. Um, because also I'll I'll say what my other honorable mentions are. Boy, I'm starting to slur here. Uh, Casey Jones and April O'Neil, because especially yes. in the first movie, they, they were, were very cute together. And yeah. I think Tanner's probably the only one's gonna appreciate this one. Pablo and Kelly from Ash vs. Evil Dead. That is, uh, that's very no, good I love that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait that, a minute, motherfucker. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That that was a really sweet one. But I think partially because yeah. I love Dana Maxwell, and I don't remember the actor that played Pablo, but he was so no. good. 
What? So goofy. Dana, 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 Dana De Lorenzo. Dana De Lorenzo. Thank you. Kelly Maxwell. I, I mixed their names. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, they were so cute together. And like, at first you were like, well, this is never going to happen. Look at him and look at her. But then by the You're end like, of it. She's never going to go for right, it. She's never going to go like, for oh, it. Oh, okay. But by the end, he turned <laughs> into a complete badass. And she was like, oh, when she died, the spoiler alert, when she died in the show, I was so fucking torn apart. I'm like, oh, God, no, don't kill Kelly. Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. they they rectified it, thankfully. But yeah, they were a great couple. I loved them. Yeah. They were cool. And that entire show was good until the last episode. That was so rushed. You could tell that was I'm so sorry, the rushed. Last, the last 30 minutes of that episode. Yeah, yeah. The I think part- I watched up into like, the second to last episode. I never it, finished that series. It's a oh, really good, good series. Stop. It's a fucking fantastic oh, no. fucking series. All right. Anybody yeah. else got any uh, honorable mentions they want to mention before we get out of here? I got I'm one surprised. no one brought up, and I'm fucking shocked. What? I got a couple. Okay. Marge and Homer. I actually that left that one. off because I thought that's Shannon was going to take it. That's I like yeah, that but one. Homer. Homer's a it's, it's doofus. It's a good one, but well, the, the problem is the show has run for so long that yes. you all too often see the problems with well, it. Well, so. and also they retcon a lot of the things that made the sweet moments of their relationship. Yeah, right? because mm-hmm. they have to yeah. because it's gone on so long. Yeah. Um, yes. but I still agree with you, Tanner. I think Homer and Marge is a good one to go with. What? what anybody else? Uh, I had yeah, a couple. I had a, I also have a couple here. Uh, go ahead, Shelby. You can yeah, Shelby. Uh, Shore Leave and the Alchemist from the Venture Brothers. Yeah, I love Shore Leave. Uh, he's the best. I'm surprised you didn't say uh, uh, Dr. Girlfriend and Guy. Oh, Mons- the Monarch? <laughs> yeah. The Monarch. The yeah. No. I don't know. They kind of have a toxic relationship, too, though. Yeah. They're not. They're not healthy. Yeah, he definitely lies to her way too often. Yeah, but she it's does not, too. Like she sneaks yeah. around and double team. They are villains. Monstros- yeah, and I mean, he cool. does love her. I mean, well, they love each other very much. So I don't know. <laughs> and I, then um, <laughs> my other one is going to be Danny Fenton and Sam Manson from Danny Phantom. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, for the record, the other one I forgot was going to be Jaina Proudmore and Arthas Minithil, but. There's just, I was surprised you didn't do them. There's just not enough meat on the bones, Thanks. honestly, for Fair me. Enough. So my my actual honorable mention, I just wanted to bring those two up because I was shocked. But my actual honorable mention is uh, Amy and Alan Matthews from Boy Meets World. I'll, I'll say the one that I'm shocked no one pick here at the end, assuming no um, one picks it. Yeah, they're, they're as close as you're going to get to a really good one from Boy Meets World because it is such a teen show. Like, Corey and Topanga are the worst toxic relationship. <laughs> um, Corey, Corey especially, he's a real piece of shit the longer that show goes on. <laughs> um, I, I don't really love – if you're talking about Alan and Amy exclusively from, like, the first couple seasons, 100%. Um, the longer it goes, the more they – because Alan wasn't on the show very often, and Amy for that matter, they made Alan more of, like, the dumb dad. Like, they, they leaned hard into the Homer stuff. Like, he would – he would make decisions that just didn't make sense. And it was just kind of, yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, of the choices from that show, I, I'm a little surprised you didn't mention Sean and Angela, but they also run a oh, little gross. bit of that. Absolutely it's, not. Well, it's, it's the other way around. Well, I don't know about gross. Let's calm down now. First of all, um, interracial couple. On <laughs> Is TV, it because she's black? It, which was great. Well, that um, was the good, that's the only good part about it. <clears throat> oh, so you're fetishizing her. Problem. She, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She, emotionally, she was the problem in that relationship later on because she's the one who just kind of followed Topanga's lead. Oh, you're not with Corey? Well, then I won't be with Sean. And it was like, mm, this is kind of dumb. that's mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. Um, anyone else before I, I drop the bombshell? I had a couple uh, oddballs. Uh, David and Patrick from Schitt's Creek are God a great damn it. couple. 
Sorry, that was my honorable mention. You you talk about it. I just had it written here. No, it's. I mean, like, there's not much else to talk about. Like, yeah, David and Patrick Shits Creek. That's um, yeah. Uh, Dan Levy. What is his name? Yeah, yeah Dan, Dan Levy. Levy. I can't think of the uh, the actor's name who plays uh, Patrick. Patrick. But... Yeah, I can't either. Like that that whole relationship is adorable. He finds the one of the gay person in that very small town. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and importantly, he's not gay; he's bi. But he finds the one of the person who actually matches with him because he David spends a little time dating. Um, oh, what's her name? The girl that works the front desk at the motel for a little while, or not dating, but like they they sleep together, and there's like very clearly, you know, will they, won't they type stuff. And then eventually, they don't really acknowledge that it's like, oh, he's not into girls; he's he's into girls. He's just into Patrick more because he loves him, and she was a fling. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember them. Like, I because I thought that like she oh, was they sleep together. Interested in him, but <laughs> oh, they sleep because together. he was yeah. he, he was very gay. <laughs> well, he's very flamboyant. Yeah, yeah, he's very very flamboyant. gay. Um, Sarah rewatched the show here recently, and and I was you know picking up you know bits and pieces here and there, but that was something that we talked about. Lindsay, uh, oh sorry, hold on. And then the other one I was going. No, I'm, I'm just uh, glancing here. Um, Schmidt and CC from New Girl. Uh, yeah, okay. never watched that show. Yeah, same. It's, it's a solid show. That was uh, an ex-girlfriend then, show. Uh, I'm a little surprised Tanner didn't mention Will and Elizabeth from Pirates of the Caribbean. That feels like a Tanner thing. I liked um, that one. I li- no, I liked that one. I thought that one was pretty good. I was also. I just, I I was just don't. I'm not to bring up Fitz Simmons from uh, Agents of Shield. Oh, yeah. No, that is yeah. a good one. Lindsay, what do you got? Fuck, I forgot about that. So I had a couple oddball ones on the back burner, but uh, Andrea and Matrix from Reboot, <laughs> just that they rely on each other at all times. And then the cutest oddball pairing in Disney, Fix It, Feel It Jr. and Sergeant Calhoun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I love that. That's all right. Good. So I'm going to drop the bomb on you guys, the one that I can't believe no one picked. You ready for it? This is going to be monumental. Set your watches, ladies and gentlemen. This was the one that's going to change the world. Um, Brian Lila? Han Solo and Princess Leia. I mentioned them. We talked about that. I said specifically them, and because I, no, I left no, here. I said, no, shut up. How I drunk am I? I, did. I said Han and Leia, yeah. except the problem is that they don't really... I spent more time talking about Indy and Marion, but I said the problem with Han and Leia is that it's never really made clear why Liv likes Han. He's kind of a dick constantly. And it's really only until Return of the Jedi that you see like the best moment, honestly, between them is when they meet up when they're in the the Ewok village and she says something about Luke and you see he does Harrison Ford does some incredible fucking facial acting. Yeah. When he goes through all the emotions and goes, Look, when he gets back, I'll get out of your way. Like I promise. She's like, No, 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 that's not that's not it. He's my my brother. brother. And then he does he does the reversal of the like, oh, Oh. Well, because he's thinking about that time they kiss. Yes. Um, I, yeah, that's their best moment together, honestly. Dude, but everything up to that is kind of like, why do they like each other? Why, I, why, I well, really, I know why he likes her. Why does she like him? I really hate the. <laughs> I really hate the fact that I literally don't remember you saying that. Like, I really don't. I'm sorry. I, I spent very little. It was like a one. It was brief. And okay. I went on to okay. Well, now I feel like, like a dick. They from have it. an well, obvious problem. I was kidding when Shannon I said asked. those were the two were the ones. What I what I, I was just testing you. What I really meant to say was. Um, um, Raul and Mario Christine Daae. Oh. <laughs> and they're not a great couple, but I needed something to cover with. No. Tanner, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Shannon asked how drunk he was. And- Full liquor bar. 
<laughs> all right, that's gonna, that's gonna do it for us tonight. Josh got me leaning. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with an all new live horse time on Facebook.com slash Podzilla1985. Until then, for the huge cast of Shannon Young, Jesse Kimball, Lindsey Wolfgong, Shelby Kimball, Double H, the man himself, Tanner Calvert, and Stephen Bright. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow. Shelby, take us out. No, no. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim.